Thank you for listening to another episode of Today on SNTR Presents. And today we're talking about Outriders, the release. Before you buy some things I have my own thoughts about as well, it's a great time to just listen to the feedback from the community, the people that have taken our poll. I'm going to be reading through their responses. If you're listening to this in the other locations where this podcast hits, you can always look up SNTR Presents if you just want the podcast episodes. Also, you can always catch me live at SNTRlive.com. SNTRlive.com will bring you to the live channel where we do these polls and the interactive streams. So, essentially, what I'm asking the community today is, day after the release, what are your thoughts so far? And I said, good, fair, bad. Just gave you a basic spectrum to vote. Has it been good? Has it been fair? Or has it been bad? 700 votes. We had a very, very good turnout today. Usually when we start these recordings, there's only about 500, uh, only about 500 votes. 700 votes. 58% are saying it is good, and 30% are saying fair. So 88% of the vote is coming at fair or higher, with most people saying good. Now, 11% are saying bad, and that's totally understandable. A lot of people on PC had issues. I myself had issues. My Xbox Series X was great. Other than tearing in the cutscenes, my Xbox experience was beautiful and no problems whatsoever. So let's read through some of the responses here from the community to get a, to get a you know a handle on what's everybody's first 24-hour period sort of experience been like for Outriders. Jay Carter with the first response here to the poll says, I couldn't ask for a better game than this. This really pushes the button to awesomeness that I was expecting. I love this game. It has that movie Starship Troopers kind of vibe to it. Uh, Definitely feeling the 90s movie vibe. Now, this is one of the things I actually criticize a little bit. Now, I don't spend a lot of time on this criticism because the game doesn't spend a lot of time here. I think the prologue is generally pretty terrible. I think it's pretty bad. I think they could have set up the story in the same way and had it not be so cliche, awful 90s movie tough guy. Um, now, once you're back at the town, I've said this since the demo, once you're back at the town and you start doing side quests and missions and dialogue, the game kind of comes into its own and it's significantly better. But the prologue is so throwaway, it's so bad, and it's unfortunate because the guy getting infected in the storm and getting struck by lightning and put in cryo and waking up 31 years later and everything's post-apocalyptic, blah, 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 like, right? Like... I love that mechanism of storytelling, okay? I love the mechanism, but the dialogue and the writing, it's its bad, okay? The prologue's bad. Now, again, I don't spend a lot of time on this, okay? And there's a reason why. The game doesn't spend a lot of time on this. It's thrown over your shoulder. It's like, this doesn't matter. That's not the game you're playing. That's not the planet you're going to be on. Enoch completely changes in the 31 years that you're in cryo. And I thought that was a good way of saying, here's this crazy lush planet, and now it's in utter chaos. Because you've been asleep for 31 years. It had that 28 days later feel, you know, or walking dead. You wake up and then the world is in complete and utter disarray. So this to me is a fine storytelling mechanism. However, the 90s movie vibe periodically shows up after the prologue. And I'm just not a fan. I'm not going to say it's bad. I'm not going to say it's garbage. I'm just going to say I'm just not a fan. It ends up feeling kind of cheesy. And to me, I feel like it ruins what could be I think a pretty good story. I think the things that happen with the flashbacks that we're having or like the flashes of some memory or maybe we're seeing the future, I don't know. 
I actually find that stuff to be really, really well done. I think the one guy's name, Seth, they probably could have picked a better name, but Seth, all of the scenes with him, all the scenes with him, I think are are good. I think they bring a good air. I think they bring a good element and they and they create a, a, a gravitas and a seriousness uh, to uh, to the situation that like oh my gosh what's going on on this planet it's so mysterious it's so weird and I like that I thought that I thought that they did a good job with that and I think sometimes the 90s movie tough guy like every other word they got to make sure that somebody says an f word in every scene I'm not opposed to swearing I mean I play the game primarily on my gaming channel I played it only on the gaming channel for um uh, for the demo and to be quite honest, I swear over there, okay? I don't swear here. Uh, I've, I've made that commitment. I kind of went off on somebody this morning, and I kind of told people, like, hey, I'm sorry. You know, it, it, it's not really in line with the brand for me to do that, so we're going we're gonna to avoid that, you know, doing that in the future. However, you know, the, even over there where, like, I'm comfortable with swearing and playing games with swearing, it just feels poorly written. It feels poorly written. It doesn't feel like a like genuine dialogue interactions. And I've been around guys and girls who literally swear nonstop. Like that's all they do is swear. Every other word is a swear word. And I've been around people like that. And this kind of doesn't feel that way. Sometimes it just feels like they're dialing in tough guy lingo. And I'm not a fan of it. But overall, I don't think it hurts the game's quality. I don't. And then some people like it. They think it's cool. Uh, next response to the poll is from Broey or Browie. I was getting server outages every 10 minutes last night, but I expected this with the day one playthrough. I really enjoyed what I got to play through. It feels crispy when it comes to gameplay, uh, server issues and craw and, uh, Outriders crossplay. Outriders crossplay were having issues. I expected it too. I don't like saying that, but it just sort of it is what it is when you launch a game of this magnitude and there's that many people there's that many people playing and getting on and different time zones different platforms they're gonna be issues okay i don't think it's avoidable i really really truly do not think it's avoidable i think whatever you do you're going to have these little snags i even said yesterday if the only thing that we were dealing with was 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 crossplay, uh, I would think that that would be a win. If that was the only thing we were dealing with is like, oh, dude, crossplay is not really working right now. You know, <laughs> like we can't play PC to console. I think we'd walk away from that and be like, dude, that's a win. Like that is an absolute victory for the game if that's like the worst thing that we're dealing with however I think that kind of probably just added insult to injury right it 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 added insult to injury because you're you're having stuttering you're having hitching you're having some crashes on PC mostly but there were some crashes on the consoles and then the servers go down and then you can't play with your friend and then right th- then we then we then we can't that we can't play with our buddies on this platform. You know what I mean? Um, that I think is 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 why it was like, man, it's already bad in this too. You know what I'm saying? If that was the only thing, I don't think people would have cared. They'd been like, oh, they'll work out those those kinks, man. Crossplay is 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 a newer thing, and it's it's harder for games to get it right. You got you got PlayStation logins, you got PC logins, and Xbox. 
you know, th- those kind of issues are, are I don't think, you know, unanticipated. I think that, <laughs> I think that we, we just come to expect those things now. Tom James says, I played on PC, experienced some tearing and stuttering, but apart from that, beautiful game, really fun experience for a few hours a day. I can see myself playing this for a while. Outriders PC gameplay looks so good when it isn't stuttering. If it's not stuttering, I think the PC gameplay looks awesome. It just looks awesome. Because I thought, man, Series X looking pretty good, looking pretty strong. And then I booted up on PC and I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah. The lighting, the texture, the resolution, I see the difference. Holy moly, the frame rates at 120 instead of a 60. But man, the stuttering. It took me 53 minutes to finally get into smooth gameplay. Now, there was probably 20 minutes spent messing around just with capture, but a lot of what I was dealing with was that the game just wouldn't wouldn't play well. It, w- it was stuttering, it was acting goofy, it was acting you know all over the place. Um, so I it was it was obviously hindering uh, it was obviously hindering the experience. you know random gamer with a five dollar tip says please refresh. I just commented. I am literally just scrolling down through the comments in the order that I receive them. So I don't have a way of jumping to your comment uh, random gamer. Um, I do appreciate you tipping me the five dollars through super chat. Um, however, however, the best way to be included in these read-throughs of comments is to hit subscribe and the bell button so you're here bright and early when the poll starts. Uh, so if you haven't done so yet, be sure you're subscribed to the channel, guys. So, I even if I refresh this, like I'll refresh it and and show that the votes have changed, right? Seven sixty-two, but, but I might not get to your comment. Okay, that's a reason to try to be here as soon as the stream starts. And the bell button will ensure you're notified when I stream Monday through Friday for all the various topics that we discuss. Dr. Budster says, just uh, basing my response on watching yourself and a few others, but it was not a great launch day, but certainly not the worst I've seen. Agreed. Outriders release was good on console and eh on PC. It's... uh, I I never... I never want to beat a game up, okay? I always want to make sure if I'm saying something, it's worth saying. I want to make sure it's a criticism that's 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 fair. I want to make sure that we're dealing with something that is, you know, is it a problem in the industry? Is it a is it a is it a shortcoming? Is it a is you know, whatever the case may be. And so the reason I got so irritated yesterday is it's like it gets to a point where I, I can't eat around the fat. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like, this is just bad. Like, 50 minutes troubleshooting, finally playing game crashes in the middle of a campaign mission. It's like, okay, I, I can't take this. Server issue going down, I would have been like, okay, I, you know, I'm playing day one, that's a risk I'm going to take. We all know that. That's a risk you take playing day one. But because the game engine itself crashed, I was like, come on. Like, I finally got this thing running, and it's smooth, and it looks good, and then it crashes. So to me, it was just like, dude, I do not want to beat this game up on its launch date, but I was irritated. You did a month-long demo, and I, I can't even play the game, you know, on PC without numerous problems. Uh... 
I got a couple crashes trying to run DX11, but DX12 is working pretty good on my rig, stuttering only when loading into a new space. I this might not work for you, so take this with a grain of salt. Every, um, uh, every everybody's rig is different. No mat even when I started to like work on the capture, I was still getting stuttering. Okay, I updated my drivers, and instead of doing DirectX 11, I did DirectX 12. DirectX 11 was not good with the new drivers; it was still shaky. DirectX 12, new drivers, right? And then I capped it at 120. Now, capping it at 120 had more to do with capture. Even if I wouldn't have been dealing with uh, capture, I was still getting stuttering. Because you guys were like, oh, wow, it looks bad, or oh, it looks better. I was getting stuttering constantly. I'd walk 10 feet, hitch. I'd go to turn, stutter. It was doing quite a bit of stuttering, even even though people are like, well, it's because you're trying to capture, it's because you're trying to monitor mirror. I switched to projection, which doesn't monitor mirror, which doesn't do monitor cloning and mess with VSync, and I was still having all sorts of performance problems in the game. So, a lot of it wasn't based on the clean capture. You guys in in, in the in the in the Discord are you're not quite representing what happened accurately. I stopped messing with monitor cloning after about 10 or 15 minutes, and we still spent 30 minutes trying to get rid of the stutter in the game. I didn't get rid of the stutter in the game until I updated the drivers and switched to DirectX 12. That fixed my stutter, and it simultaneously fixed the capture as well. Now, I don't know if I was getting stutter because I'm trying to capture, but generally in my experience, I've never gotten stutters in-game from from monitor cloning. Monitor cloning has always messed with the actual capture that you guys see in OBS. It has never also messed with what I see in the game. It seems to me that the NVIDIA Day 1 drivers and DirectX 12 was the right call for my particular rig and hardware combination. So, most of what I was saying and dealing with was not based off of capture. Capture was related, but a couple of you guys were like, oh, it's not that bad, just play anyway. I'm like, dude, no, I'm getting lots of stuttering. It doesn't look good. It looks bad. So, the game updated and now my intro doesn't stutter? Oh, well, that's good. I knew we were in better shape when I upgraded the NVIDIA drivers, bumped to DirectX 12, and the intro played smooth. I was like, oh, well, that's really encouraging. Even during the demo, the intro was horrible, and then the game ran fine. (laughs) In the demo, the intro would, like, flash, black screen, freeze, hitch, and then all of a sudden I'm in the game. I'm like, what the frick just happened? Like, it was was really, really wild. Um, Which was really, really wild, so... Uh, I'm I am random gamer. I was compiling about the world tier system. Random gamer. Oh, with the five dollar tip. Okay. I, again, I appreciate the five dollar tip. I'm just combing through the responses. You, I, I don't want anybody to ever think they can like cut in line or like suddenly get my attention by tipping money. If you want to put something in the chat, I'm happy to interact with it while I'm also reading responses. Um, I also think. Do you mean complaining? I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure what you're trying to say to me. It, it, it. You've not. If you want to put your response in chat, I might grab it and read it. You don't have to respond to the poll in order to get a response from me. You can just put it in the chat. Noberto says, so far the game looks very good and has managed to not oversell itself. I'm excited to see expeditions and what people can fly do with the franchise in the future. Outriders Endgame. 
uh, is still a question mark for me. It's still a question mark for me. I know the details. I have like a basic understanding of it, but I've not experienced it. So I'm hoping over there today on the gaming channel, uh, and maybe I'm going to probably just lower the world tier and then maybe even let some people help me so we can just kind of fly through the campaign. I still want to watch the cutscenes. I still want to see what everybody has to say. But I do not, I do not want to um, just get stuck slogging through the campaign by myself. So, uh, Death Ghidorah says, I was at work yesterday, so I started late last night, so no crashes from me so far. Nice. Milky said, even with the server outages, I didn't want to stop playing. I'm still early in the game and feel like it's got a ton of potential, and the content is challenging, but not too hard. Really fun, excited to play more as the sm- servers smooth out. Uh, good to hear. I know, I think Milky went with a techno, because um, from the ground up, a techno can uh, can heal themselves without getting a kill. Horizon Zero Dawn's on sale on Steam. I'm pretty sure they finally smoothed that game out because it had a lot of problems. It had a lot of problems. Um, so, uh, Lordful Mine. I found the build crafting to be very robust with a lot of interesting choices. Some of those mods are crazy. Um, Outriders crafting is where the end game will flourish. I think crafting is always touchy. So Outriders crafting is where the end game is likely to really flourish and get into the the different builds. I know Skillup tweeted that he felt he had done far more building and crafting and switching things around than he had in so many other games that have come out recently. And so he was saying like there's a lot of potential here. Now, obviously, it'll take less than a week for YouTubers and streamers and Reddit to come up with obscenely strong, busted builds uh, that don't necessarily um, that don't necessarily leave lots of room for flexibility. You could certainly get to a place where you create such insanely strong builds or somebody comes up with something, right? Somebody's going to crunch the numbers and figure out certain builds or certain approaches and then there there will <laughs> there will not be another build to run. Now, I saw somebody yesterday saying it might have been Milky. Milky was like, "I'm going to avoid the trickster because I feel like the trickster is going to get nerfed. Like the trickster is so strong." I actually don't think that's true, but since so many people are gravitating towards trickster, maybe there is something. Now, I noticed on YouTube there was a high um uh there was a search recommendation for Devastator build. <clears throat> so I don't know if that's because lots of people are choosing Devastator because Devastator is kind of like the soldier. It's just the accessible, easy, fun class. So maybe lots of people are searching for Devastator builds or maybe there's already you know some circulation of like insane Devastator builds. I actually don't know. But I, I, could, I could see that being a potential reality of like, oh man, Trickster's so strong, Trickster's going to be the first to get kind of chopped down. I would hope they would take the inverse approach and help the other classes, you know, come up to be as popular as the trickster. I think techno ends up being one of the least popular because it is a little bit of a skill ceiling. You gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta, 
you gotta learn it you gotta you gotta run it a little bit to figure it out the other ones are a little bit more mindless it's just like get close to stuff and kill it like that's basically what you have to do with devastator and the pyromancer and the trickster you know that's all you gotta really do so techno is a little bit more about like combing over stats and playing you know uh you know uh properly so uh i think the world tier leveling system is dumb like you have to be good to go up instead of just personal person leveling like i'm level 20 and i'm still on world tier 6 so people use the chess loop to get good gear and then they actually play to go up i've not played enough to interact with your criticism uh i've not played enough i don't necessarily know if that's a full and robust criticism of the leveling system because nobody has really said that no i'm not going to try and say like what you're saying is irrelevant because nobody else is saying it but i'm not seeing anybody really criticizing the leveling in the game of the world tier system i've not seen that yet at least i don't know if there's flaws or uh you know or missteps or exploits or whatever um I don't I don't necessarily know if they've if they've made mistakes somewhere along the way and you're butting heads with those mistakes. I I, don't, I honestly don't know. I don't like that you can lose world tier progress by dying. Um yeah, I know some people probably don't like that. Um I died a bunch yesterday which probably hurt me, you know, and I really wasn't paying attention to it. So, I could see that being a bit of a bummer. Yeah. You're not really supposed to go up in world tier until you're max level, but the game does it on its own, Manny. I, I've not once changed my world tier. The game just does it. It's like, boom, world tier, boom, world tier. I'm not doing that. The game is. You see what I'm saying? Um, if you guys are new, we are reading through responses to the poll. I want to hear from you. What are your thoughts so far on Outriders? Good, fair, or bad? And then people are leaving comments. If you like this stream, and the style. We're here Monday through Friday breaking down lots of different gaming topics with polls and live discussions. Be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button so you're here in the early mornings for these polls. T.I. McMillan says, Enjoying the game, it's a a big refresher. Even to die for a change is good. It's challenging in its own way. Um, Outriders uh, release definitely brought the challenge. I like that there's like a clear and sort of abrupt wham, you're 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 by yourself, it's gonna be tough. I like that. I, I ran into that yesterday. The only thing I don't like running into is like go do side missions to level up. I like that if the side missions actually give me stuff that's worthwhile. I did a side mission on my trickster from the demo and I got loot that was lower than what I was wearing. Um, you can turn off auto world tier. Yeah, the average person's probably not doing that, though. They're probably just playing and like, ooh, cool, bing, ooh, cool, bing. Like, you hear a little bing noise and you see it, like, pop up on the screen. Um, so, in that vid, he's level 19 and he's in world tier 7. Okay. I don't know what the, what the point of that is. Um, if it's on by default, they obviously expect you to level world tier as you go through the story. Yeah, exactly. Like, most people are probably not turning it off. They're just going through. Now, again, I think some of the issues people might be running into with dying and being underleveled is two things. I think it's twofold. Number one, number one, you're underleveled. You needed to go do some side quests. And number two, I don't think the game is really designed to be played by yourself because you end up in a solo aggro in a solo aggro funnel 
A solo aggro funnel is when this broad cone of people see you and you're the only target. So you're at the narrow point of that funnel and everyone's shooting you. And the enemies have really fast target acquisition and really, really good accuracy. So if you're playing by yourself, that is something you're opening yourself up to. You are the only, you know, player for the enemies to aggro against. And so some of that is on you, right? If you're choosing to play the game and ignore side quests and play by yourself, this is something I did yesterday. I was playing by myself and I wasn't doing side quests. I was just moving the campaign along. You have to know what you're signing up for. You're going to be a little bit underleveled. You're going to be doing, you know, less damage and taking more damage. And you're the only target the enemies can aggro. So you're in a solo aggro funnel and you're underleveled. If that's frustrating for you, there are solutions to that problem. Play with other players, go run side quests, or lower the world tier so you can get through the campaign. There are ways to approach that problem. I didn't do that yesterday because I liked getting the I liked getting the challenge. I thought it was nice. I hated the birds, but I thought the spider fight was dope by myself and challenging. Now, I had no way to heal <laughs> at the end. I had no way to heal at the end for the third phase, and I just died. I was like, I was done. Um, and I was definitely way underleveled for the spider fight, but it was super, super fun, you know? Uh, Carrie Davis with a $5 tip. Uh, I have the world leveling up system akin to this old game called God Hand, where the game difficulty increased as you do better. I I think there's an element to that. Yes, there is an element of like the more you go up and the more you get and the stronger you get, the harder it's going to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strongly recommend doing all the side quests as soon as you get them if you are doing auto world tier. It's not really under leveled most of the time. They're only two levels higher. You just have to fix your strategy for the top tiers. I mean, that spider fight was crazy. That spider fight was crazy. I ran out of ammo and got and got through phase one with my sidearm. I literally had to use my sidearm to get through phase one. Phase two was a little bit easier, honestly, because they were actual spiders that I could heal off of as well as get ammo from them. So that made a huge difference. And then when I got to phase three, I got obliterated. It was like... I got absolutely shellacked because it was like there was nowhere to go. I got burned by fire. There were no ads to shoot. And then I had no life leech. I had no ammo for life leech. So I was done. Eugene says there's definitely difficulty adjustment in the game from what I can tell. Just the world tier auto, uh, just in the world tier auto adjusting. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. I wonder if the better you play, the stronger you play. I wonder if the target acquisition goes way up. Like they get stronger and faster at killing you because they know like you're 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 playing well, you're strong. You know what I mean? Uh, someone in chat's asking for 700 likes on the video. If you guys haven't hit like yet, smash it. It gets more people in here. Be sure to hit subscribe and take our poll. Use that poll command. Murph Dog says I have some stuttering issues, but overall, I'm loving it so far. I have to search for more possible solutions as to solving the stuttering. Uh, Outriders, stuttering is an issue they are looking into. Now, some of this you might not be able to fix. They're looking into it. They just tweeted about a PC update. Okay, let's see what they said. We, We can include this in the recording here. Uh, Outriders says... Official news, PC stuttering issues. 
Info for anyone still encountering PC stuttering or stability issues. We have just pushed a config update to Steam that will ensure uh, that DirectX 11 now launches as intended. Find out how to use it here. I was having more luck with DirectX 12. Uh, Okay, so they posted this nine minutes ago. This is specifically for anyone still encountering stuttering or stability issues. We have just pushed a config update to Steam that will ensure that DirectX 11 now launches as intended. Yesterday's launcher was not launching DirectX 11 properly. DX11 was the version of DirectX that the demo was running with. You must restart Steam to acquire the new config, which will include a minor download. After you restart, launch Outriders in DirectX 11 mode from within your library, not downloads. Please do let us know if this helped with performance issues. For other workarounds, please, please check our official gather thread. So that just got pushed out. So that that won't necessarily help me, but for people that are still dealing with stuttering, hopefully that can that can uh, that can assist you. Um, uh, I'm in a meeting, but saw messages for you in general from someone who I guess is getting unbanned. Make sure you saw them. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can unban this person. All right, hang on a second. RXR uh, unblock user. Bam. Let me refresh. Uh, okay, let me refresh. Unblock user. I don't know if it's working or not. Um, I'm clicking on the flag. Uh, 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 uh. See if they can talk in chat. You just became a member. ARXR, if you're here, you can try talking in chat. I tried to unblock you, but it looks like YouTube is just taking a minute to actually update. Um, It's like it's not unblocking you. Um, The stuttering is almost unbearable. I had better luck with DirectX 12, so I I, I don't know what to tell you. I had had better luck with that um, than DirectX 11. But that was after I upgraded my, um, that was after I upgraded my drivers as well. So there could be a bit of a mixture of solutions there for people. Um, yeah. Mm, Let's see. Oink Woof says, the game is fantastic so far. I love the world that was built, the story, and most importantly, all the enemies I have shotgun in half in slow motion. The abilities cooldowns are perfect given the difficulty spike when playing solo, which makes for a fantastic game. Still so much to learn. Uh, Outriders is a blast. Uh, the reloading of my guns is the slowest part of the game. That's the only time... That is literally the only time where I'm like, bruh, what is taking so long? Everything else feels fast and cool and snappy. Um, Unblocking this user will allow them to comment on videos you've uploaded. Submit. I I don't understand why it's not not registering. I've tried multiple times now uh, to unblock this guy, and it's like it's not working. Um, That's unfortunate. I don't get it. Uh, so what GPU, a 20, what 2080 TI, I think. So I, I, I don't know. It may be older, maybe older video cards are better off on 11 or something. I upgraded drivers and pushed 12 and I was great. Um, I had no issues. So, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. 
I had, I had no issues once I did that. So, uh, it will not. It's just not letting me unblock this guy. I don't get it. This is the way we always had to do it. Let me let me switch uh, accounts here. Um, let me switch and then switch back to presents. Uh, no, not you. I meant the guy. Yeah, older GPUs should do DirectX 11. Yeah, that's that's what I would do. Um. Yeah, it won't let me unblock him. I don't know what the problem is. Uh, let's see. Taro says, It's great on the Series X so far. Very refreshing and love it. Nice. I had a really, really good experience on my on mine as well. Kiki Merrigan says, Really enjoying it. It's really addictive gameplay. Will be sad when I have it finished. Uh, at least um, you've got all four Outriders classes to try. That's one of the nice things with longevity. Um, and it is nice that when you make extra characters, they let you skip the prologue, you know. But the other thing that, that you're going to run into is... The other thing you're going to run into is the um, the issue of going back through the story. That, I think, is going to be an area where... I, I don't want to. I'm not necessarily going to want to do that with every single character. Like I know that that's like, that's like the the part where you kind of get you almost get sort of wooed by the the character that you're playing as. Um, and I, I like that. You know, it's like you you can sort of uh, relearn the game and and enjoy it and and have that that sense of like. Oh man, this is great! I'm having a great time. Uh, it's it's oh, so it's found A R X. It found you, but I I'm not seeing your name. I'm trying to do it manually through like the background uh, dashboard. Um, like replaying stories is not necessarily a bad thing because again, I think that like gives you the option to like fall back in love with the game and and sort of fall back in love with you know the character because you're going to play different you're going to get new abilities and then the armor is going to empower certain abilities and you're going to have that sense of like oh this guy is so much different than the last character that I played with like I do I like that but I also think there are there are elements to man I just I just want to play dude I just wanna, I, I just want to jump to the end game I've already done all this do you know what I'm saying um, uh, still can't see my messages, but it's fine. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. It's being really, really weird. Arxr, like I'm trying to unblock you, and it's not working. Um, I'm gonna do it like three times before refreshing and see uh, if that does the trick. Yeah, it just won't. It will not do it. I I click it. I click unblock, and then I refresh your channel, and then you're just still blocked. It, it's like it's not saving the the unblock. Um. I don't know. Yeah, the modding tools on YouTube are pretty much terrible. Um, yes, we read through that announcement, Teddy. Thank you. Did you have a better time upgrading to the newest? Yeah, I had a better time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're in chat having issues, I upgraded drivers and had a and had a better time. Real King Salty said the connection stuff will get worked out, so it isn't a deal breaker personally. I do see myself completing everything. The game is fun and the crafting system seems really interesting. I've always liked systems where I can take basic items and make them top tier as I play. Plus, 
the loops are entertaining enough to keep me doing them. Agreed. I agree with that. Chris says, uh, I'm a bit delayed since I'm just starting this morning, but it seems cool so far. I actually didn't play any of the demos, so I don't really have any expectations. Game Pass is great for that. Yes, Outriders Game Pass is legit. Like, being able to snag that and just try it is really, really nice. Uh, absolutely love it on the Series X. Same. I had a great experience with the game on my Series X. Big Mad Mo says, All I know is in having a, I'm having a great time taking my time and with only one crash on me once. Love this game right now. Nice. Uh, Geritol said, I'm basing this off of what I saw when you played yesterday, but the game itself looked fun. I wasn't too bothered by the server issues because I usually see something similar on the first day of a new season launches for Path of Exile. I liked how it seemed that the enemies scaled to you and they weren't just meat sponges. They dodged and seemed to have pretty decent AI. Outriders classes have abilities that the AI respond to. So I was doing the like big grab all the bullets Neo thing. And the enemies were getting smarter. So early on, they would just... They would just unload into that, like, bullet shield thing. They would just let it go. They would just shoot like crazy. And then, when I got later in the game, and especially when I would, like, try and use it on bosses or majors or, like, bigger enemies, they would just stop shooting. They just don't shoot. It's like, what? Why are you shooting at me? Well, they're, they're smart. They know what I'm doing. Like, they can't get a bullet past the thing. So why are they going to sit there and shoot at me? It was actually kind of irritating. It was like, come on, man. This ability is only as good as the stupidity of the enemies. <laughs> like, it's only as good as the stupidity of the enemies. Um, So... Uh, it's I wonder I wonder what they're gonna do with that long term because it feels like it's a really great ability that doesn't have a whole lot of play if the enemies outsmart your use of it it's like how am I supposed to use this if as soon as I use it everybody stops shooting because if I was to use that against real life players they'd be like I'm not gonna shoot at him he's just gonna grab all our bullets and throw them back at us you know so like I understand I do I don't expect the enemies to be literal morons but at the same time how else am i supposed to enjoy this ability then how am i, how am I supposed to do that like i <laughs> i don't know it's 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 not a deal breaker but it certainly is uh it certainly is disappointing i think to have an ability almost immediately invalidated by basic enemy ai of why would i shoot that shield he's going to grab our bullets and throw them back <laughs> he's going to he's going to throw them back in our face um so yeah uh let's see here uh i'm really enjoying the game on the xbox series x uh same here i had a good experience on my series x uh free j free says outside the couple of crashes i have in the beginning of the game i'm enjoying the story and the grind and the side quest it's a lot to do in this game uh outriders crafting offers even more and I think that's another element of the game that's going to go untapped for a while I don't think a lot of people are paying attention to the crafting Uh, I went to do it and had like no resources because I think I had been selling all my gear instead of breaking it down so if you want to get into crafting take note from my experience if you sell everything instead of breaking it down you're likely not going to have the materials needed 
to dip into crafting when it comes time. Um, and, you know, that makes sense. What are you prioritizing? Are you prioritizing... Uh, are you prioritizing money or are you prioritizing materials? And I think that's 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 a that's probably a good system to have in place. So then you have to kind of decide what you're going to focus on. Because for me, whenever I'm going through a game like this, I actually am not. I'm usually not a huge fan of buying loot later in the game. I like buying loot early in the game because early in the game you're like, I just need a little something extra. I just need this gun or this ability or whatever. I just want to kind of get a little bit of a bump. And then later in the game, I would prefer to earn or modify or craft or whatever. I usually prefer just just earning. That's that's just that's how I am. That's how I'm wired. I would prefer earning things later and farming for things later. I like farming more than crafting. So I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to interact with the crafting. Because your your getting of legendaries and then breaking them down is i think sort of it's it's a mixture right you have to get the legendaries to break them down to get the mods to create the hybrids like they did in the video where like the guy had like the shotgun and then he added like lightning to it right so i think that's a good mixture i just i personally am more you know I like to grind for stuff. You know what I mean? Um, good afternoon, Lono. Issues with stuttering using a controller. Steam, go to the game, game management, controller settings, browse formats or builds, deselect recommended and select gamepad. Is that, are, are you serious? Is that like a thing? Because I had somebody tell me yesterday that the stuttering was with a, was with a, with with a controller and he was commenting on my xbox gameplay i'm like homie like you're 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 I'm, i had stuttering on my xbox what are you talking about um the fix for stuttering is probably not going to do anything for me stealth s gaming because i'm running DirectX 12 based off of the um based off of the the driver update um i did a dry i did a driver update that that uh was seemingly running better when I bumped up to DirectX 12. Storm White says, the crafting is more of taking perks off of weapons and armors and putting them on new pieces. Right, right, right. I, 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 and I think that's probably a good system, I think, um, of, of, of keeping things in that, uh, in that lane. Now, I need to go into Outriders, and I need to go to Properties, and I need to remove this, Right. I need to remove that. I, I, I'm not doing that. I'm not forcing DirectX 12. Um, so you're saying go to the game and go to game management and then uh, you go to management controller settings, browse formats or build. So what is it in properties controller? I don't see what I don't, I don't necessarily use default settings. And then you're saying Deselect recommended and select a gamepad. I'm not. I'm not seeing that. Um, I'm not seeing where where you want me to do that. Um, use controller gender settings to include more controllers. I'm. I'm. I'm not seeing that um, as an option. And thank you for the five dollar tip through uh, super chat, Storm White. I greatly appreciate that. 
Uh, I'm not your your walkthrough of the settings doesn't line up with the verbiage that Steam uses, so I'm getting a little bit lost uh, in the in the shuffle here. Let's see if we've got 900 votes on the poll just yet. 876, uh, 876. So let's see here. Um, I hope it runs smooth on PC today for you because I know yesterday you were spent. Yeah, it took a really really long time. Um, does out uh, does Outriders have the potential depth for me to move on from a certain? No, I don't think so because it's not a live service game. I, if you play this game the way you play Destiny, you'll be done in in a month or less, or less. You'll you'll get all your characters leveled up and get tons of gear, and then that'll be basically the end of it. Um, so. The Nate Embry says, such a refreshing game after growing tired of Destiny after five years. The game really gets interesting once purples start dropping. Builds are going to be insane. Outriders Endgame is all about builds. It's all about the builds in the endgame. Steam settings controller, is that a place you can go? I like I've always just gone into uh I've just always played with a controller um and I, I don't know I've, I've always just gone with a controller I've never I've never done any of these weird settings that you're talking about uh browse formats and builds and deselect recommended and select uh gamepad I, I'm not seeing that phrase uh I'm not I'm not seeing a phrase of like browse uh configures and builds or whatever um I'm not seeing that setting. I don't exactly know. You need to go to controller settings. On what, though? Are you talking about on the game Outriders? And then go to controller general settings and come here? Um, it says no controllers detected. Uh, is it in big picture mode, maybe? I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll plug my controller back in. Um, and it should detect it. There you go. Xbox One controller. Identify, calibrate, define layout. I, I You're... This, again, the things you're telling me to do, I'm not seeing those ver- those words on the screen as far as options uh, to do. So I'm in controller settings right now, and you said go to configurations and builds. Uh, the instructions are longer. Oh, you're trying to give me like a too long didn't read. Is it in preferences? Cancel? Uh... Yeah, I'll, I'll wait for further instructions from you. We'll read through some more responses on the poll. Tommy says, I played on PC last night. I had some minor issues at first, but I had a blast after getting display settings right. Same, and then I had a crash. LOL. I finally got things smooth on PC, and then I ended up having a crash. So, um, that was a bit of a bummer. Christopher Wright says, great, love the game, and still on the grind dope get that dude get that grind going uh joseph says i got it through game pass on my series s and i really enjoyed the few hours i put into it last night it's fun to see guns at a blue rarity have perks that make them feel fun in the early areas still not sure how deep it will sink its teeth into me but a good start um outriders endgame will likely last a month for most. I don't see it lasting longer than that. I just don't know. Um, it doesn't seem it, it doesn't seem like it's going to go much further than that. The snipe stagger is a little too much. It needs toned down. Um, 
Well, and the thing with the snipe stagger is it'll literally stop you from doing anything. You could be reloading, you could be going into cover, you could be rolling, whatever you're doing, getting sniped stops everything. And I mean everything. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You will be like a millimeter almost all the way in cover and then boom, you get sniped and you stand back up. It's like, what the frick is going on? It uh it doesn't it doesn't give you a whole lot of uh, you know, wiggle room. It's really, really strange. It really is truly strange um, that they that they they have you literally getting knocked out of cover when you get sniped one like one time. It's really, really strange. Um, I could see them toning it down a little bit. Only issue I had on Xbox is a small crash. End of the night wasn't too mad though because I was tired. Yeah, we're you know we're hearing re- you know reports of like little crashes here and there on the on the consoles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say it depends on the updates if they have any uh, events planned and how engaging the end game is. If it's worth a rerun, I can see binging this game and then waiting for DLC. They don't have anything planned in the immediate future. So, all right. Well, this gentleman has decided not to give me any further instructions on the controller. So I'm not going to leave that on the screen. Um, Not salty. Just don't understand. I thought you were going to (laughs) continue to give me more instructions. Like, I appreciate your attempt to help. If you can point me in the direction of where you found that information, because your paraphrase was confusing. Um, uh, freeze on sniper works wonders to counter snipers. Yeah, if you get like a freeze weapon, I had a freeze weapon yesterday, and it was like super dope. It was like I shot him like once, uh, and they like immediately like covered in ice. I'll be playing this afternoon. Yes, in about forty minutes. For some reason, the right analog stick input on controller is being read as mouse cursor, and will use the mouse setting sensitivity invert access. This is likely Steam-specific issue. We're not sure if it happens in the Epic Store. The way around this is to go to Controller Configuration Setting on Steam for Outriders. You can find it by selecting Outriders on your Steam library. The Controller Configuration Setting will only appear when you have a controller connected. Change the Config Info default gamepad found under Templates under the recommended preset. Okay, so Teddy found what we were looking for. So I click Outriders, I click Properties, I go to Controller. Okay, and then it says change the config info default gamepad under uh, under under templates uh, found under templates instead of the recommended preset. Again, people keep using words that are not on my screen. I, I don't I don't have that on my screen. There, nothing says templates. So I, I, I again I'm confused. Um, go into big picture library outriders manage game controller configuration browse configs. Okay, so I have to be in big picture to do that. I was like, because again, you guys are using words that are not on uh, the, the screen. Big picture is so obnoxious, um, I think. Games, nope, recent. I can't right click it though. I can't right click uh, to get into... I can't, I can't. There's no way to get into the options. It's If I click on this, it's just going to open the game. Isn't it just going to launch the game if I click on it? Um, how do I get out of big picture? Uh, how do I get out of here? It's freaking awful. I hate this. Um, 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I hate it. I literally, this is literally the worst thing ever. Oh, thank goodness. Big picture is like, it's like when you go to your grandma's house and she's got the, the icons on her monitor turned all the way up. Um, oof. Uh, click the gear. Okay, so I'm supposed to click the gear on Outriders. Alright. Library. Okay. There is no gear. Click this. And then go to controller settings. Again, the words people are using are not on the screen. Found under templates. That is not on my screen anywhere. People are literally writing guides that don't use the verbiage of steam that is probably one of my biggest pet peeves as when someone writes a guide and they use their own they use their own verbiage that wording's never on the screen i just went into all the same menus that existed in the normal steam version and that verbiage is not there the word templates is nowhere on the screen so I'm not seeing it and we're recording so I have to move on we'll try and do it after the recording's done because I'm now I'm just getting irritated because that has happened to me so many times they're like here's a guide on how to fix it and they use all these words and I'm like none of those words are in the settings I'm, I'm, I'm already confused it's like just do the point by point word for word like guide on how to fix the problem it's like click on settings and then it'll actually be properties and I'm like why didn't you just write properties like come on uh, Grimbo says, love it so far, running great on the PS5. Mm, I can't write the word. Nice, nice. Um, uh, Coral says, my brother and I have been able to play with no issues, thankfully. Really enjoying the game. Glad I noticed early on how cheap it is to swap mods on armor. It's nice not being completely dependent on RNG for cohesive, effective builds. Um, I ran into this. Uh, I ran into this with armor. Good tip on mods. I was using armor that was low, right? It was low, but it had the right mods. And people were like, oh, but you can go to the guy and modify it or whatever. So I'm I'm actually going to look into that today because like that was a huge thing that was like I was struggling with is I'm running weaker armor just for the you know just for the perks or the mods on it or whatever. So we're gonna we're gonna try that today. I think um, we're gonna take a crack at it. So if you're here for the before you buy talk, I'm gonna do like a 10 minute sort of walkthrough of like hey before you buy the game, here are my thoughts on the story, on the combat, on the loot, and on the problems. Don't go anywhere. We're doing that next. If you're listening in the other locations, you can always come watch me at sntrlive.com. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about Outriders Before You Buy. We're going to kind of break down the first 24 hours. If you're listening to this on any of the other locations where SNTR Presents hits as a podcast, you can always catch me live at sntrlive.com. That'll bring you right to the channel where we do these discussions. And we did a poll and we asked people, you know, how was how was the game? You know, how was the first 24 hours? And out of the like 900 votes or wherever it landed, most people said good. Most of the people said good. 950 votes. We had a 58% good, uh, 30% fair. So 88%, basically 90% were saying good to fair with most people saying good. Now, 12% did say bad. 
and that's going to be a part of this video my the end of this video will be about the problems and what i think is going on i think i have a pretty good theory about what's going on with this game with the stuttering and the problems but outriders release is finally upon us and the feedback on the game is somewhat mixed right now the initial launch rolled out according to time zone for the consoles and then eventually it hit the pc platform at 12 p.m eastern after a month-long demo many players were frustrated to find the pc version of the game plagued with stuttering frame rate and crashing problems people can fly are immediately working to rectify the stuttering issues with tips advice and even an update just this morning that should help you if you're trying to run DirectX 11 that is helping some people I actually upgraded my NVIDIA drivers and I'm running DirectX 12 and that fixed my issues so you could try either thing crossplay issues and server capacity were also emerging as challenging for players on the launch day but that's a little bit more likely to be expected for a game release like Outriders let's break down the actual meat of the game in spite of all of the technical problems and challenges okay so the first thing I want to talk to you about is the story I still think one of the weakest points of the game is the completely perishable and cliche opening segments. I think they're pretty, they're kind of bad, they're kind of awkward, and I don't like them, okay? Now, this is not a big deal, okay? Because you don't spend a lot of your time (laughs) at the beginning. It's very quickly over and done with, and then they thankfully let you skip the prologue on all of your extra characters. The dialogue throughout the game can feel juvenile and awkwardly riddled with swear words, but the prologue scenes and writing take the cake for being the worst and the reason that I highlight this is the sad part is it's actually a cool way to set the stage for the planet of Enoch and some of the main characters running into older versions of the characters like Jakob from the beginning it's a nice touch and I think the dialogue the voice acting and the story elements immediately improve as you progress through the story and I hope that that's not like a a turnoff for some people and they just start skipping the cutscenes because I found the cutscenes in the dialogue dramatically improved within just a few missions and side missions now the, the the weirdo guy with the powers named Seth he could use a better name Seth doesn't really bring a whole lot of oomph or gravitas but whatever the scenes with him and some of our like we don't know if they're flashbacks or flash forwards or whatever they are we have these weird memories in our head now I actually think they're pretty cool. I think it sets this this sense of mystique and mystery and intrigue of like what is going on. There's obviously some lore and something bigger going on on the planet and I like that. Even the side missions and quests I think have solid voice acting and honestly some pretty humorous moments. Outriders certainly has a storytelling lane that they own and they stick to but it honestly works after you eat around the opening i think the way they're telling the story random people getting shot after you meet them for five seconds and some of the jokes and some of the humor it starts to work you just kind of have to ignore and kind of eat around those rough edges especially the opening i'm genuinely interested in the bigger story and the lore beyond what we know right now so let's talk about combat and loot these are obviously at the center of the game The combat in Outriders would be significantly better if they did a more intentional job of educating the player with a more straightforward tutorial. The shooting test that you do in the prologue feels honestly kind of silly when you consider all you end up doing uh, once you end up having power. So they have you like sit behind a crate and do basic cover-based shooting mechanics and it doesn't even seem like that doesn't even feel like it needs to be in the game, okay? It reminds me of the combo system in Anthem never truly being showcased to the 
the player. There were tons of people who played Anthem like it was just a cover-based shooter or a third-person shooter, and they had no idea how the combo system worked. There was no tutorial about the the system in that game at all. You had your primers and your detonators. Now, this game can be a little similar. It, 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 it shows you, hey, you have a new ability and little things pop up on the side, but I do think they should have done a better job of saying you know, here's how you self-heal. If you remember in the tutorial, it slowed everything down and you rolled out of the way of the big monster that was like you were fighting with. It was like basic teaching you how to dodge, I guess. I think they should have done something similar with the self-healing because the mechanism of abilities and self-healing, I think, is hugely important to people enjoying this game within the way that it was designed. It's not just a basic third-person cover-based shooter. It's designed to have a lot of forward momentum and aggression, and they could have done a better job with that. Now, it's hard to fault some of the environments and the fight setups for rough aggro funnels when I'm playing by myself, but the target acquisition and the accuracy of the enemies can be a bit frustrating. This is mainly due to the fact that if you're by yourself and there's seven enemies in an area, you're the only thing for them to shoot at. So you quickly pick up on the fact that they immediately shoot you when you peek out and their accuracy is kind of crazy. The shocky electric boss can be especially frustrating. Like the minute you poke your head out, he instantly shoots you. They could tone that down a little bit, but again, I was playing by myself. There are times where you simply have to get closer to the enemies to self-heal, and one little flight of stairs or a stretch of no cover means just a ton of face tanking. If that doesn't bother you and you start to lean into some of the really, really good builds and you have other people with you, those should not be a problem for you. I actually think the combat is incredibly satisfying once you get a good build going and understand how to play as your particular class. There are weaknesses within the class. If you run Devastator and anything leaves the ground, even the electric shot guy, once he's up off the ground, a handful of your abilities simply don't work. I was fighting these birds and getting very frustrated because the Devastator is mostly built off of doing stuff on the ground, and it was a pretty irritating experience. Again, I'm playing by myself, so that's not a broad and legitimate criticism. You're supposed to be playing this game with other people. It is not designed to be solo played from beginning to end, especially once you're in the end game. The loot, let's talk about that. It's plentiful, it's meaningful, and it's really fun to comb over. I'm very excited to start dipping my toe into crafting and bringing up pieces with the materials, you know, if I want to continue using something. Armor pieces were already putting me into a nice, like, tension and sort of like there's this friction of well this is stronger but it doesn't have the perk that I want and that's where modding and crafting comes in to help you use a piece that might actually have the wrong perk or the wrong mod and you can make those changes or level up a piece that's with you according to where you are in the game there's lots of potential in this game's loot system and I mean a lot I just hope it doesn't get super narrow in the end game where only a handful of builds perks and and class structures are all that matters if it gets too narrow that is going to be a bit disappointing I hope there's a lot of end game build diversity so it doesn't just become nothing but meta gaming lastly Let's talk about the problems. After a month-long beta where myself and other players, we were praising People Can Fly for their patches, their updates, their transparency, and their response time. It was uniquely frustrating to have the PC platform 
plagued with what felt like problems from a poorly ported console game. That is ultimately my theory for a lot of what is going on. If you see the screen tearing in some of the cutscenes on the Xbox Series X, the stuttering issues on the PC, as well as motion blur being on by default or cutscenes being set to 30 FPS and needing to be patched to let us increase the frame rate of those cutscenes, to me, This game was built for old-gen consoles and has essentially been ported up to the higher performance of the PlayStation 5, the Xbox Series X, and even more significantly, it was essentially ported to another platform on PC. That is what this game feels like to me. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that it can't be a good game and it can't run smoothly. I got mine smoothed out, and they seem to be committed to smoothing out the performance, but the concern would be how much of this is baked into the crust of the game how much of the game is going to continue to get little snags and little hiccups because it was essentially built for older gen consoles and we're running it on higher performance machines that creates issues like screen tearing and frame stuttering at the moment it seems as though there are some simple tweaks driver updates and adjustments that many pc players are accustomed to trying and people can fly already pushed out an update to help minimizing stutters for people trying to run DirectX 11 My concern is that too much of this game was built with lower-end consoles in mind, which is why cutscenes tear on Series X and some of the other things I outlined, and those may continue to plague the game long term. I don't think that's going to happen, but it is a possibility. The cross-play issues and the server capacity problems are honestly nothing to really fault the game for. These are just the rough edges of most any game like this during its first 24 hours. Cross-play is a brand new sort of standard feature that lots of people expect to be like there all the time and standard and truth be told it's going to be a little rough you're going from different platforms different usernames and connections all on the same servers i can i can like i can abide that for a week or so before they smooth those things out when the entire game engine crashes or skips hitches or stutters it's a huge immersion break for a game that really really has its experience soured when that happens because it, it's a fast-paced game there's a lot going on you need to be able to move quickly and efficiently because there's lots of damage and lots of things happening so overall okay my advice to you is this if you're going to buy on pc going with your eyes open that there are some issues and they're already committed to fixing those issues console seems to be a safer bet right now especially if you have a ps5 or an xbox series x you're really going to get that heightened performance and frame rate and smooth experience with a few snags here or there overall i think this is a solid game and i hope they can stabilize quickly so it doesn't suffer too much bad press and criticism for some of the issues already outlined as always, we're going to break down more of the game, okay? We're going to try to get into the end game, the loot, the loot cycles, the content loop, the builds, and try to have more coverage for you here on all these various channels. I'm not going to become an Outriders content creator or streamer, but I'm definitely going to try and do as much as I can to give you guys really good input, feedback, and coverage of this game. If you're listening to this content elsewhere, always be sure to come check us out at sntrlive.com.